0: From Odyssey, I'm Lauren Barry, and this is the On Deadline podcast, where we unpack the headlines you've heard from our radio newsrooms across the country. Today, On Deadline is diving into the holiday season like Santa squeezing down a chimney, but hopefully with fewer bumps along the way. Because, believe it or not, amid war in the Middle East, the most polarized politics in American history, and an economy that no one seems quite able to define— the festive season has returned. With Thanksgiving less than a week away and Hanukkah, Christmas, and Kwanzaa all next month, travel will begin to pick up and sales will sprout. And your annual headache may soon make an appearance. A Harvard medical study found that the brain's prefrontal cortex goes into overdrive during the holidays, because we have to keep track of and pay attention to a greater number of responsibilities than usual. But it's not just the added responsibility that plays a role in our anxiety. You know all those holiday ads with apple-cheeked children and matching PJs and gift-wrapped automobiles? Yeah, they don't make us happy, as a rule. A recent survey found that 58% of Americans reported increased stress levels after seeing holiday marketing. Dr. Jeffrey Burke, a national educator for Irwin's Naturals, joined Odyssey in Detroit to talk about combating holiday stress.
1: Good. I'm already feeling the stress, though, and it's not even Thanksgiving yet, so compiled stress. Uh, So how can people take on the stress this holiday when there seems to be a lot of it going around? Well, you know, the thing is, I think this is going to be the first real holiday since the pandemic where people are going to be in super quick mode and high stress levels. I think pacing ourselves, of course, is really, really important. And it also, I mean, we're all guilty. You know, we get to the point where we let our guards down and our exercise and our diets all take detours. We don't get the rest we need. And I think what ends up happening is we all have a tendency to kind of run ourselves down. And before you know it, we're celebrating and then we're sick. And there's a pretty direct correlation between stress and a weakening of our immune system and trying to get through the holidays at the same time. And it's not always about money that people stress. It's, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. it's the health and could be stressed about seeing a family member they don't want to see, something like that. So uh, do you handle stress differently for different occasions or can you handle it all the same way? Well I think maybe learning the mindset that I think a lot of us learned during the pandemic is that flu and cold season and germs don't hang around only during the holiday season they're around us all year long but during the holiday season we see a lot more because we're in closer proximity to everybody we're traveling and the stress level is there we're eating you know foods that we usually don't eat and we run ourselves down and and you made a really good point you know sometimes stress isn't about financial, it's about family stress and interpersonal relationships and end-of-year work stress. And I think if we all did something just a little bit maybe closer to the gray area, we'd be better, you know, eat a little better, be a little bit more active, get a little bit more sleep, you know, take some specialized supplements that can make a difference for everything from a good night's sleep to your immune system enhancement or stress or mood. We might come up on top. What about people that cope with stress in unhealthy ways? Let's say the drinking, the smoking, things like that. Uh, what can you encourage to them? Change. Try something new. We know that recreational activities and, and sugarcoating and masking stress may in the moment temporarily uh, give you a little bit of relief. But in the long run, we really have to be realistic with ourselves and realize that we have to personally want to make the changes. And, you know, sometimes just a a walk in the evening time or going to bed at more of a regular bedtime and, you know, cutting back on our, our computer time and our social media time even sometimes, you know, and then just eating a little better and not just eating out all the time, but actually getting food and preparing it at home. These are things we can do that really do make a difference. And what most people find is that in a period of time when they're making good life choices, they're not having to mask the problems as much as they did in the past and maybe even at all.
0: The holidays are often associated with being on the move, making appearances, dashing from place to place to catch up with friends and family. Travel picks up substantially around the holiday season. This upcoming Thanksgiving week, more than 55 million Americans are expected to travel, either by air or road, according to a forecast from AAA. Airlines for America, a group that represents major airlines, is predicting that just shy of 30 million passengers will take to the skies from November 17th through the 27th. November 26 is expected to be a record-setting air travel day, with Airlines for America predicting that 3.2 million passengers will take to the skies. Joe Broncatelli, an editor for a non-commercial website for business travelers, joined Odyssey to discuss what to expect when traveling this holiday season.
1: Yes, I was reading that the TSA was expecting a whole lot of people, even more so than uh, last year, to fly either during Thanksgiving or for Christmas. But look at Thanksgiving because it's just, you know, week after next.
2: Well, let's first talk about why Thanksgiving is much the most difficult travel holiday of the year. It's because, first of all, it's secular. Everybody celebrates. Second of all, everyone needs to be in one place on a specific day. Nobody celebrates Thanksgiving on Wednesday or Friday. Everybody needs to be at somebody's table on Thursday. That's a huge strain on the system in the best of times. And the big crisis is in the air traffic controller towers. We're down over a thousand air traffic controllers from the last time the government shut down in 2019.
1: So is this the kind of get to the airport three hours ahead of time kind of delay or the kind of delay where you might as well just drive even if it takes you eight hours?
2: Uh this is the kind of this is the kind of situation where it is stay home and make your friends come to you. <laughs> uh, and you're uh yes driving as an alternative but you know do I tell anybody in the bay area what driving is like on holidays? It's Not my job. I live in New York. It's awful. Is it too late to start booking for uh Christmas or New Year's? Well, it's 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 awfully late, but you can look around domestically things are actually a little cheaper than they have been to fly internationally is very tough traditionally uh, airlines would give away spectacular deals if you're willing to sit in business class going to Europe because there are a lot of flights going out that while it has a lot of leisure travelers in the back the business travelers were staying home but we're looking at record loads going to Europe so there'll be no bargains there so if you're going to travel over Christmas Hanukkah New Year look and coach and see if there's anything around that you know, really piques your interest and that's a matter of hoping the government shutdown will be solved by then
0: but with the ever-evolving economy comes a change in shopping habits More and more of us are deciding that life is short and it's time to treat yourself. For example, a recent Shopify Gallup survey found that 64% of consumers plan to buy for themselves on Black Friday and Cyber Monday instead of only for others. The poll found that younger Americans were more likely to buy for themselves, with 71% of shoppers under the age of 50 self-indulging compared to 55% of shoppers age 50 and older. Despite the current economic issues, the National Retail Federation is forecasting holiday sales to rise 3 to 4 percent for November through December. While that's an increase, it's below last year's 5.4 percent growth. Shopping expert Brittany Levine joined Odyssey to discuss how to shop on a budget through the next eight weeks.
1: So, Brittany, how important is it to set a budget for your holiday shopping and then to try to stick to it?
3: Sure. Well, I know that I will definitely be spending more in these months leading up to the holidays. So, setting a budget for every person on my list and sticking to it really helps. And to really start this process, I try to just make a list and visualize exactly what I'm going to be spending for each person. But then I also try to look ahead to those big sale holidays. We have Black Friday and Cyber Monday coming up. So, I try to plan my buys around then when I know that those prices are going to be heavily discounted. And lastly, you really need to be upfront and open about gifting with your family members and friends and even your co-workers, because we always try to do a white elephant gift exchange. And that way we set a limit on how much we're spending, know exactly what we're going to be giving for gifts and really helps to make everything in front of the open with each other.
1: Should families sit down and talk about budgeting? I mean, nothing is going to take the holiday spirit out of the season more than sitting down and talking about money issues.
3: Correct. Well, yes, I am a huge... And support of that because we always have been brought up that money should be hush hush and it's a taboo topic. But Chime, if you haven't heard of them before, is the number one most loved banking app. And they recently found that 70% of Americans claim they do set these spending limits. So We are doing this and and putting that out there, but we really need to bring that conversation more to the forefront. And what I love of something that they've done this holiday season is created this game Dollars and Cents. It's a tabletop card game, and it's all about bringing that topic of money to the forefront, making it more open and thoughtful, because when you talk about money together, you really win together as a family and a unit. So I think that's great that we're starting to do more of that.
1: You know, inevitably, we are going to buy a gift that's perhaps a little above our set budget, if my wife's listening. That's for you. Oh. <laughs> Is that okay? I mean, then do we have to shortchange someone else to kind of make it all even out?
3: Again, that's why I try to say, stick to planning ahead of what that budget will be. So yeah, you can tier your budget if you know that you're going to be spending, say more for your wife or for your mom and dad, and you know that that's what you typically try to spend. And then yes, for the rest of your family members, your coworkers, if you're sticking to what you're gonna allot and what you can do financially this year, which is perfectly okay and fine. Yes, I mean, that's that's completely okay to stick to that script.
0: Like colder weather, shorter daylight hours, and festive Starbucks cups, the holiday season returns every year. But no one's reality matches a Hallmark movie's expectations. So pack up those dreams of being a big-city resident learning life lessons in an idyllic small town with a hot cup of cocoa and a charming but not scene-stealing supporting cast. Economic insecurity, family strife, mental health concerns, whatever the reason, the season can be difficult. So go easy on yourself. This show is produced by Joe Heedy, Christy Strouser, Myron Kaplan, and Bill Smith. I'm Lauren Barry, and I want to say thanks for listening to On Deadline, Odyssey's serving of a top news story just for you. Subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts to stay informed.